In this episode of Friends Fit 40s, we have a recap of the longest weekend of the year. We are sending well wishes to our runners in Orlando. We're going to talk about those newbies at the gym, and we're going to talk about what our word is for 2023. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. Happy New Year, Laura. Happy New Year. It's 2023. It is. Whoop, whoop. And we just survived or made it through. I don't know what you want to call it. The longest weekend of the year. Yes. Congratulations. So we need to say what this means because you're like, no, it's just the same amount of time as all the weekends are. In a previous podcast, we talked about how basically between Halloween and New Year's, you could consider that the longest weekend. And if you're not careful, you could fall into a trap of just being like, ah, just eat all the chocolate and the candy and whatever. And who cares about any of my goals I've had the first nine months of the year? And it doesn't matter because I'm just going to be going to another party. And then all of a sudden you get to New Year's Day and none of your clothes fit. Right. So we gave some tips back then and we both kind of made a commitment as to what we would do of the tips we offered. And mine was to fill half my plate with fruits and vegetables. And yours was, I think, the same. Yes, it was the same. Yeah. And so how did you do? I did pretty good. Uh, I did, when I was going to school and working, um, it was easier for me to do the fruits and vegetables at that point. Uh, That routine goes back to that routine. Yeah, it was. So, uh, but we just finished a plate of salad today. Had salad last night at New Year's Eve. Yes. uh, Celebrations and um, vegetables to go with that. So it it was pretty good. I would say... I was able to do it maybe 60 to 70% of the time. Okay. Okay. I did the same. I would say I always made sure my breakfast had fruits on it. My lunch, I always tried to make sure it had half fruits and vegetables. I would, I think I'd probably be a little bit higher, maybe like 80, 85%. Awesome. Um, Now that's not to say I didn't consume either four or five boxes of holiday dots. (laughs) <laughs> from the mid longest weekend of the year to the end that's but, okay but they're my favorite right you gotta enjoy your favorite and I, I won't eat dots again until november next year or okay. this year so All right. guys if you haven't ever tried them you need to try them next year they are better than all the other dots okay so anyway we will believe you yep. on that yep. and then next year You'll try your own box. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So good work. Yes. On the longest weekend of the year goals. Right. And we have one more quick little shout out. 
So this time last year, we were preparing for our first half marathon. Actually, your second, my first, but in the happiest place on earth. And people out there all over the world are getting ready to do the same. Yes. Very exciting. It is exciting. I'm I'm actually super happy we did it last year only because I loved the metal and the theme last year. This year, it's very neon, and I'm just not a neon girl. Okay. Um, I know we didn't actually plan to go this year. We're talking about the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, which is the first weekend of January. So next weekend. So yeah, I'm glad that we went last year because I liked the theme and the colors and color scheme and whatnot. If someone had paid my way to go back this year, would I have gone? Well, yes. Yes, I would have. <laughs> so there you go. Some goals for Friends Fit 40s to get some supporters so that we can um, go back to Walt Disney World and run the marathon. Yes. In the meantime, we're doing this all because we love it. Not because we're getting paid one no, dime. Not for one dime. All right. So we've lived through the longest weekend of the year. We've shouted out to our Disney marathon runners who are going to embark on a really cool journey um, starting this next week. And the next thing we wanted to think about for a bit is going back to the gym and how to support all of those new people. Yes. That are at the gym with you. You know, the ones who are going to take your parking spot, who are going to take your spot in the group fitness class, who may not know which direction to run on the trail. But we have to share kindness. That is one of our quotes in our tagline because we were once in their shoes. Oh, yes. And I think I've made every mistake at least once and probably twice at the gym. So I've been there and people were kind to me. Right. So as you go to these packed gyms, remember first just to be patient. Give yourself a little bit of extra time. Uh, Make sure that you have filled your water bottle ahead of time because there might be a line. Right. In those spots, you might want to think about the times that you show up there because the busy times are going to be even busier, might yes. be harder to I get. Think that's a big one is, you know, being aware of, you know, you might park further away, which will be a few more minutes to meet your gym fitness friend or just, you know, get on time to your fitness class. So, yes. And make sure that, you know, keep in mind that we want them to feel success. All of these bonus people that are there that are working on their lives and making sure that they are their best selves and we want them to feel success as well. It's hard when you're three deep waiting for a treadmill. Right. And I don't know if this is bad of Friends Fit 40s to say or not, but a good portion of these people will be not continuing, right? I mean, I think that's one of the hardest things is creating that habit. And so I'm, I'm not trying to say that you're, you shouldn't be at the gym. So don't, don't blast me on that. But if it's, if you're frustrated by the excess of people, know that in about four to six weeks, there'll be fewer people because oftentimes people just don't stick with it. They don't either have a good routine or they don't have a good habit built. And so you'll have a little bit more wiggle room after that. So hopefully people aren't upset with me when I say that. But But for those people, you can always encourage them to listen to Friends Fit 40s because we have lots of tips about how to stick with that habit even when it's hard. Yes. So that might keep that gym busy for you all. All right. So for my personal rule um, at the gym, and this is something that I try very hard to attend to throughout the year, anytime I walk in the gym, is with the people that are there, That I, especially the ones that I don't know, I don't talk about them. Um, I don't say, oh my gosh, there was this really weird person that was blah, 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 blah at the gym. I just don't do that because I feel like the gym is the sacred space where if you have 
the guts to show up, the guts to work out in whatever clothes you own, whatever sneakers you have, that you deserve the right to just be completely left alone and honored for this hard work that you're doing. Yeah, We don't know other people's journeys, but I know for the first bit of time that I went to the gym, uh, when first of all, walking in a gym for me was super hard and signing up. But then I didn't know anything about a gym because I didn't have any experiences in my life that showed me what to do there. Yeah. And I didn't have friends that showed me. And so for me, it was just walking in the door was just so hard because it was a culture that I didn't understand. And I, I was just reading about this. Gym anxiety is a real thing. Yeah. And a, a good portion of people have it at some time or another. And so it's real. And so just, you know, yay them. Yeah. You know, they didn't have maybe the clothes they wanted to wear there because they maybe they don't want to buy themselves the proper clothes until they actually have created a habit. Right. So just the fact that they're there doing it. Awesome. Right. You know, let's 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 cheer them on. Yes, absolutely. So oftentimes our gym has fitness classes offered throughout the day and um, many gyms have this. So if you are encountering newbies in a class, there are different ways that you can support them without being like weird or awkward or anything like that. Like you don't want to call them out, right? Because um, they might say, oh, I don't know what to do, you know, and right. they, they might tell you that they're new yeah. by asking you or asking you, well, what do equipment do I need for this? Because yes. I do that when yeah. I go to a new class. Absolutely. So, so um, that's what I, I kind of look around, especially this time of year. And if I see somebody asking questions or looking like like staring right. blankly at the equipment shelf. I just say, hey, in this class, this is what we need. Yeah. Um, you know, you need this kind of weight, this kind of weight, this kind of weight. I usually use this. But if I'm feeling like I want to go lighter, this is what I use. Yeah. To provide them with some options. I also uh, sometimes point out a few good people in the first row to That's follow. That's a great tip. There are people, and you guys, if you've been in a class, you know these people. Like, they stand in the first row. They know what's going on. They could practically teach the class. Yes, I was going to say, they and, could practically teach the class themselves. And they likely want you to notice them anyway. Right. Because right? yeah. they're standing in the front row, in the middle, or whatever. And so if you know who these people are, and you can be like, hey, these are two good people to watch if you don't see the instructor, that is a really good tip um, to know because that's how I was able to kind of negotiate some of my first um, set of classes. Also, if you're standing by people, I frequently will use the mirror that is I can see myself in yeah. in the front of the gym to actually make sure that the people behind me have a view for the instructor. Mm. So I'm looking at that mirror, looking at the people behind me and making sure I stay out of their way right. so that they can see the instructor. Um, there's nothing more frustrating than to go into a class, uh, be at a class in the first time, want to stay at the back because, because you don't want to be in the front. Yeah, you don't want to be noticed. And then you can't see to know what's going on. So right. I always try to make sure I'm aware of the people around me so that they can see the instructor as well. Great tip. I think something else, and I think this is specifically important, like with our journey of going out of the class environment into the area with the weights. If you see somebody that maybe you haven't seen before, if you go at the same time every day and they look a little confused with a weight or a weight machine, you know, feel free to say, hey, you know, do you need any help? Sometimes just getting the lock 
undone. Right. I know that we do it with our with together. And sometimes I'm like, I just want someone because they're staring at me, like trying to figure out how to get the lock. Like, just tell me, just right. tell me how to do it, so I don't continue to look like a like an idiot trying not to figure out how to do the lock. Um, or if that feels too forward by saying, hey, you know, would you like some help? Maybe just making a joke, like, oh, I can never figure that out either, you know. And maybe that would open the communication lines. Be like, yeah, can you can you show me how? Because at least an awkward joke uh, could just be taken as being friendly, or it's that opportunity to allow the communication to happen. So, so we just had this situation the other day, and Laura and I have been to the gym for years and years at this point, <laughs> um, but we couldn't get the lap bar hooked up correctly. Oh yeah, and there was a tall gentleman that was lifting right next to us and bless his heart he came and he held down that lap bar for yeah. a good solid couple of minutes while we figured out how but to we find, didn't even have the hook right so yeah. i had to run and find the hook and he's standing there holding the lap bar and then hook it all up again um but i mean he was nice and yeah. like well he was wearing a santa hat so you knew right. that he was gonna he be was kind gonna i think it was christmas eve yeah right so but we go to the gym all the time we use that lap bar all the time, all the time. and we needed help yeah uh, just a couple days ago. Right. So that so thank you, guy in this Santa hat, for helping us out. We appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> and then don't ever estimate the power of a smile, you know, especially if it's somebody that they're they're working hard and just not a creepy smile. Like I'm not saying get go creepy out there, but just like, hey, you know, instead of like a thumbs up, because that might feel a little creepy, but like you're doing it. Like, yeah, yeah you, you know, and you can say that in your how in your head and hopefully you're like beaming it through your smile so that they're like, you know what? Yeah, I should be here. Kind of going back to the, the second one for Stephanie, you know, everyone has the right to be there. So giving them that encouragement. Yes. So just some thoughts as you encounter those newbies at the gym. Take a deep breath. Give yourself some extra time and remember that we want them to be there. In one of our previous episodes this fall, we talked about this idea of temporal landmarks. It's this idea that uh, in our lives, there's these landmarks that kind of stick out in a way. Yes. And for some of them, they can promote this fresh start effect. Okay, so one of our big temporal landmarks can be the new year. I mean, it's multiple landmarks. It could be... I mean, if it's on a Monday, it could be the Monday, it could be this first month of the year, the first day of a new year, like so many. Right. So the new year, definitely. And this one being a Sunday, being like January 1 is the first of a month, being a new year, all of those things. Gosh, if your birthday is on the first of January, holy cow, you got all kinds of landmarks right there. Uh, It is not the only landmark in a year to give us a fresh start effect, right? No, right. And so, I mean, we can have these temporal landmarks throughout the year. This idea that the first day of a week, the first day of a month, the birthday, any of those things can be that motivation, that little bit of kick that we need in order to keep going. Yes. But definitely the new year is for many of us where we make our New Year's resolutions. We think about, think about how, what you want your year to look like. Yeah. And reflect on what has happened in the last year. Right. So one of the things that Laura and I have done for this new year, and we brainstormed it last night when we were enjoying our vegetables. <laughs> and games. And games. Um, was what is going to be our word 
for this year. And I've seen this throughout social media. A lot of people are doing this. And Stephanie approached our whole group last night. And I was like, well, this is not something I'm going to just spit out. Like, I need to think about it. And I think I probably thought about it for over an hour. Yes. And in my brain, I was thinking, I might tell you tomorrow, Stephanie. (laughs) Because if I'm going to have a word that's my theme, that's my goal, that's my mantra, I want it to mean something. I don't want to just pull something out because I'm under um, a timeline. So we thought about the words for the year is something that we are just going to be like what you said, a theme, a mantra, an idea, something that is kind of your next step or is appropriate for this moment that is going to be... Drive you. Yeah. Yeah. To drive you. Yeah. So, okay. So go ahead. Your word. My word is challenge. I love this. So there are several things that I thought of what I want to challenge myself to do in the next year, but I, I'm not going to share that with you because we're going we're gonna to cycle back around to that. I'm going to um, keep those a surprise. But last night and this morning, as I was thinking of this word challenge, I thought, what a cool idea to make myself have 12, one for each month, many challenges. I love this too. So smart. To be around different things. And so it's all some type of wellness, whether it's financial wellness or mental wellness or physical wellness, nutrition wellness. And so I'm sharing it here. And I think I'm going to post it too, because that way you guys can help keep me accountable. January's mini challenge for myself for the year is going to be two treats. So like now I have a piece of dark chocolate every day. So that's not considered a treat. That's just my way of getting through life. Um, (laughs) (laughs) How did I not know this about you, Laura? I keep them in my desk. I really like the dove with the peppermint bark. And now that's gone. I try to get as many packages as I can. And now I just have to do regular dark chocolate, which is fine. It will be to have two treats per week. For every week of January. So like I said before, I did eat five boxes of dots. um, And I'm not ashamed of that at all. They were all delicious. I finished the last one two days ago. I have had lots of cakes and treats and, oh, let's go buy Wendy's and get the peppermint frosty. And all that's fine and dandy. And I'm not beating myself up for any of it. But I do realize I can't sustain that. No. So I'm going to reel it back in and um, allow myself, in addition to my two pieces of dark chocolate a day, just two treats that are baked goods per week. I think that seems manageable. I think that seems um, achievable. I could say one, but I I think that's probably cutting it off too closely to what I had sustained during December. So, and then February's mini challenge will be different. Okay. And I'll be letting you guys know about each of my challenges. I'll post them and then I'll kind of try to mention how it's going. Awesome. So you're going to use a temporal Mm -hmm. landmark. Yep. All throughout the year to create these mini challenges. And something else that I want to point out, because you just so gracefully demonstrated this, is that we're doing this podcast because we want to live our best lives and we want to encourage anybody that's listening to do the same. We are on a journey. It is not a perfect journey. We love wellness, but not necessarily are exclusive about all of the health and the fitness things. Like our wellness involves mental wellness, time with family, time with friends, 
we want to be healthy in a way that works for us. And so Laura... That's sustainable. Yeah. Because what I've learned is that you can achieve, so let's just say you can achieve a certain body weight. I've done that and it was one of the lowest I've been, but that body weight was not sustainable because I like pizza. You know, it goes back to that balance. And so even though that weight was achievable, it wasn't sustainable. And there is there is a better weight for me to have that I can still enjoy things. And it's still healthy for me, according to doctors and allowing me to still enjoy the lovely pleasures of life. So, yes. Yeah. So um, so what you get with this are two moms that are truly working to balance all areas of their life yeah. and, and negotiating that every day. Yeah. Yeah. So my word. Yes. My word. Yes. This is not going to be a surprise if you've been listening to this podcast. My word is bloom. And so many things about this word. So I feel like for me, this new year was my precipice of a new beginning. Mm -hmm. In a podcast earlier in the fall, I talked about how I am starting a small business named Blooms and Wishes and how I am reorganizing my life uh, to maximize joy and to maximize the things that I love doing. This is my year that I'm going to work on blooming, that I have planted those seeds, that I have really worked on the fitness and the mental health and the financial health so that this year, hopefully, I can work to nurture those seeds that I've planted in all of those areas and start to begin to see those buds bloom. What an exciting journey. It is. I am like, I cannot tell you all how excited I am about um, this year about the business that I'm starting, Blooms and Wishes, which couldn't have come about had Laura and I not gone on this wellness journey. It is so connected. And so our my goal is to hang on to the podcast, to hang on to my library job, and to and to go after this this other uh, small business that I am just so passionate about. Hang on about. to your fitness. Hang on to my fitness. Yep. 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 And see where see where this year can take you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what so you're gonna do. Hang I'm, on to all the things that are important and you're gonna be watered and you're gonna get sunshine and you have the right soil and you're going to flourish. So, so we're yeah. gonna see what, what happens. We're gonna see what happens. So so those are our words. Challenge and bloom. Laura, now it is time for our weekly homework. So figure out your word. What's it going to be? What's that mantra? What's that thing that you're going to remind yourself every day or once a month or once a week or, you know, quarterly that you're going to work towards and think about this year? Next week, we are going to talk about goals and resolutions. Uh, We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly with this. You're not a resolution person, are you? I'm really not, no. And and I am. Yes. And so we're going to talk about the pros and cons of this. I would say that uh, I don't buy into resolutions hook, line, and sinker. Okay. But I do make them, and I like to think about them as a part of this temporal landmark idea. So... We're going to go deep dive into We're that We're going to deep week. dive into that yep. next week. And so be ready for you to think about it uh, because all of our journeys are individual. In the meantime, enjoy your week. Go. Move. Breathe. Share kindness with others. You, you got, got this. Do you? 
love Friends Fit 40s? Subscribe to our podcast, leave a review and share the podcast with your friends. Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work. Also, follow us on Instagram. Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you. 